worked on this uh, meeting quite a bit, and a lot of you participated in the polling of whether you'd be in, rather be in Birmingham or Mobile or Point Clear, and everybody pretty universally picked this, I think maybe for obvious reasons. So welcome, glad you're here. Um, this is an IES USA uh, small group workshop, and I know most of you <clears throat> are already engaged in a big way with hepatitis C therapy, and um, this is meant to kind of be icing on the cake. Come on in, find a seat. Um, this is meant to be kind of a way to solidify uh, what you've done. You've had a lot of um, uh, either direct uh, coursework with Dr. Franco and others through the Active C program, and a lot of you have also participated in webinars. This is a way to really bring it home. And it, the last section, as a matter of fact, is I have this patient with, mm, and it's one of the more challenging cases that you're dealing with, or how do you deal with something that's just kind of open-ended, free-for-all that, that uh, you'll have a chance to ask about uh, in the last uh, 30 or so minutes of the course. So to keep us on time, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just lead us through some introductory slides. So I've introduced myself. The other speakers at the meeting, or the prime speakers, are Dr. Ricardo Franco, who's assistant professor at UAB, uh, Dr. Arthur Kim, who's at uh, Harvard uh, Medical School and Associate Professor of Medicine in the Division of Viral, uh, uh, of, of ID and Viral Hepatitis, and Dr. Ken Sherman, who's a professor of GI and Hepatology at uh, University of Cincinnati, and we're very happy to have him here. If you have trouble keeping us straight, hepatologists always wear coat and tie. Um, sort of the associate professors, um, uh, and assistant professors in ID usually wear sport coats and open shirt, and if you're a full professor emeritus, you're in a bathing suit, so I'm somewhere in between. And so welcome, everybody. Um, those of you, have, you ever, have people heard of the ISUSA before this meeting? Yeah. So the ISUSA is International Antiviral Society USA. I'm on the board of directors, voluntary board. Um, we've been in uh, the business of doing community and provider education for uh, prescribers, for providers who take care of large numbers of patients with HIV, hepatitis C, hepatitis B, and the like. It's a not-for-profit organization based out of San Francisco. You can see its mission statement here. And it's something that uh, it's, it's been around for 25 plus years, going on 26, and it's been very effective. It runs the CROI meeting, for example. And uh, so it's very engaged and active. And I think this is perhaps one of the most successful types of programs that ISUSA does because it's really uh, meant to be interactive and uh, not the large sort of auditorium where you're sitting there taking notes all day. It's, just, it's meant to be informal with a lot of exchange and I think I can speak for the speakers and they would welcome interruptions in the middle of their talk. If you have a question or something's not clear, just say, wait a minute, I don't get that and they'll be happy to address a point. Active C. Uh, most of you, who participates in Active C? Virtually everyone, yep. And Active C is a program that uh, Dr. Franco runs and Tony Lee. I'd like to thank uh, Tony especially for his hard work in organizing this. He just walked in. Um, thank you, Tony, for your work. Yep, and uh, bravo. We've got, he's the one who sort of really helped this, helped pull this together. Um, the ISUSA is, like a lot of places, it's had an older website, it's been transitioned to a newer one, so those of you who have participated in courses before, 
um, you want, want to go visit uh, the new website, uh, get, get logged in and address your, your profile, and, and you'll see after today's meeting to get your CME credits, you'll be going to the website uh, after you participate in uh, the assessment of the course, it'll take you to a page where you can just pr print your certificate and you're done. So you don't have to wait for a mail or anything. You, you get it right uh, then and there. Oops, sorry, it's my fault. Um, yeah. And uh, so there, there's the information for that. For CME credits, for physicians, it's four credits. You can get four ABIM MOC points. Um, if you're in the internal medicine group, we're working with the uh, uh, family medicine group as well, so I think we can probably swing that. Um, four nursing credits for nurses and nurse practitioners, pharmacy credits, and pharmacotherapy credit hours. For these types of meetings to be fully uh, affordable for you, um, we ask for funding from uh, different uh, pharmaceutical companies, and so they fund uh, the programs at different levels. Here are our funders for this activity. We always require that more than one company with a competing product uh, is a funder. And notice I'm saying funder rather than sponsor because in CME language, uh, sponsors responsible for content. Funders provide revenue to help, but they don't have any input into content whatsoever. And so this, all the educational uh, objectives and the talks are done completely independent uh, of the uh, of the funding sources, but we'd like to thank folks. Uh, and there's a couple representatives who are here from um, the different companies who are who have provided uh, uh, funding support. Um, the workshop is going to cover cutting edge information. Some of this may be off label. We uh, the speakers will try as best they can to indicate when that happens. For the most part, in hepatitis C, um, most of the things you're going to hear about are mostly in the label because the labels are pretty broad. But um, I would say for sure that most of what you're going to hear today is, is encompassed in the ISUSA AASLD website uh, for HCV guidelines, which is probably the best resource you can go to in your everyday practice. Um, so we're in a nice place, right? It's Florida. Uh, we should enjoy the course. It should be informal. Um, but to help keep some means of uh, decorum, if you get a phone call, that's fine. Just go outside the room to take it. Um, the doors won't be an issue. If you're going to have an extended private conversation, you should take that outside. And if you're going to have a fight with somebody, you should take that outside as well. Um, so these are the uh, disclosures, and these are going to be uh, both in your uh, materials that you take with you um, and that you can access on the website as well. So I've already said this, but I'm going to reemphasize it, that audience participation is really key here. It's different than a lot of the CME things that most of us attend, where you, you're more passively sitting in the audience. You might vote for a different question, and we'll do that, but really, um, uh, the, you're strongly encouraged to raise your hand, ask questions, and challenge what you're hearing, especially if it's counter to what you thought when you walked in the room. And that's what the speakers are here for. Um, if you raise your hand, that was better than sort of just yelling out the question because these, this information is going to be recorded and put on a podcast, so different parts of it. So 
if you're talking to microphone, then your question will be recorded. Um, we've already started this, but some folks walked in the room. So um, to do the uh, polling, uh, you get out your cell phone and go to the um, you go to your messages, and then you're going to send a message to that's your person two two three three three. So instead of to Aunt Martha, you're going to send it to two two three three three. That's who you're sending it to, and then your message to Aunt Martha two two three 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 is small cap, small letters, I-A-S-U-S-A, 334. And then that'll register you with this poll everywhere, and then it'll send you a signal back. And then when a question comes up, you'll look down at your phone, and you have a chance to respond one through nine or whatever it is. Hit your thing, hit send, and your vote will be registered. Uh, there's no photo ID for voting in this, so you'll be OK. Alabama joke. Um, so here you go. So this is what you should see, and we'll give it a we'll give it a little chance here. So right now we're going to open it up. So you should be getting a signal that the polling is open, and then you just pick one, two, three, four, five, whatever matches. So let's try it out and see how we do. So we've got two people have voted so far. There's a third person who just sent in a vote from Russia. I don't know how that got there. Ten. We can do better. 12. All right, we're getting up towards 20. Yay. Okay, let's see what we got. 24, that's good. 25. Okay, so the majority of folks are nurse practitioners, but a fair number of physicians and pharmacists. Great. And then this is another question to give you another shot at this. Um, I think you can read it for yourself. Whatever, whatever answer best describes your practice setting. I feel a little bit like Vanna White. Anybody want to buy a vowel? I'm the warm-up, by the way, for the activity. We only got 21. We had 25 last time. Okay. So most folks, as we would predict, are community-based clinics. A lot of them are. A lot of folks are FQHCs. And then this is how many HCV-infected patients do you personally manage? Now, this is a little strange because when we personally manage hepatitis C. We might continue to be their primary care provider, but if, the, if we cured them and we were just seeing them and curing them, and then they're gone. So let's just say in the last year, how many patient, different patients, unique patients, have you provided care for who had hepatitis C, be co-infected with HIV or mono-infected? Okay. All right. A nice uh, spread of experience with a fair number of folks who have seen a lot of folks, but I'd say the, the plurality is somewhere around five to ten patients in the last year, and that's good. So got your feet wet, understand it, uh, but now's the day to really solidify and hone in your, your skills. <laughs> 
And then um, this, I think, will relate if you just put yourself on a Likert scale here of whether you feel that you're an expert, you put five. If you feel you have limited experience, two, or somewhere in between. Your personal confidence and your knowledge base and your confidence in what, what you're doing in the hepatitis C world. We got more people voting, that's good. Let's see what we got. As, yeah, that sort of fits with the number of patients you see, so that makes sense. Okay, so um, hopefully there was some, some difficulty getting these pre activities out. One of the things for CME these days is to have a pre and post test for the um, activity. And so we send out a message and there's about a 15 or so, 16 question test that you take before you came here. Uh, a number of you were able to do that. Um, some of you didn't get the memo, but hopefully you got it once you got here and participated. This is how you did. Um, the average time to take the exam was 32 minutes and 10, 32 minutes and 10 seconds, kind of long. But unfortunately, only 11% passed. That's okay, because you will see as you go through every question that was on that exam is going to be covered today. So we would hope to sort of flip this completely by the time you finish. So make sure you do your post-test exam, and we'll see how everybody did. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Well, you could still do the post, but yeah, it, could she do it now? Yeah, so you can still hang in there. Okay, I'm going to turn this over to Dr. Franco, who knows most of you or knows you know him, and we're going to go around the room and have you introduce yourself. That'll help bring us together more as a group, and um, I'll just kind of model what I think we're going to want to do here, and that is, um, like for me, I'll say I'm Mike Sag. I'm from University of Alabama at Birmingham, and I've treated in the last year roughly about 80 patients with hepatitis C. So I'm going to turn the microphone over to Ricardo, and I'm going to step back. My name is well, Randy Stevens. I'm Randy Stevens. I'm uh, from Whatley Health Services in Sipsy, Alabama. I run a small satellite clinic um, in a rural Walker County number one area in opiate addiction in the state of Alabama. Uh, I've treated about 10 patients with hepatitis C in the last year. I'm Tammy Lee. I'm a clinical nurse leader. I'm also the hepatitis C coordinator for Mostellar Medical Center in Balabatry, Alabama. Gail Lombard. I'm with Go Medical Group in Boaz, Alabama. My name is May May Liu. Uh, I'm a nurse practitioner at uh, Eastern Medical Center uh, at uh, Jefferson County Department of Health. My name is Caroline Fan, and I'm working for the Jefferson County Department of Health. And within the last year, I've treated about five patients. I'm Janet Wright. I'm from MAO, the Dothan Clinic. I'm a nurse practitioner. And I've worked with other providers that were treating hepatitis C, but I have a, a mentor now that's going to help me do 
I got about four that need to be treated. Welcome to the team. Hi, I'm Jamel Young, pharmacist at Medical Advocacy and Outreach in Montgomery, uh, which is MAO. And last year, we probably, within the last year or so, we probably treated about five to 10 patients. Hey, I'm Cole Smith. I'm one of the other staff pharmacists at MAO um, in Montgomery. So uh, I'm new to MAO, so I've had zero experience over the past year. So. Randa Hamey, I'm from Thrive, Alabama in Huntsville. Um, I currently have about four co-infected HIV um, hep C patients that I'll probably start hopefully getting treatment soon. So I haven't had an opportunity to treat anybody as of yet, but soon. I'm McKenna Marshall, I'm from Royal Health Medical Program. Um, I'm a family nurse practitioner and we treated our first hep C patient like two weeks ago. I'm Demetric Hicks. I'm a nurse practitioner with Rural Health Medical Program, and I have not treated anyone yet um, with Hep C. I'm Nicole McDaniel, a nurse practitioner with Go Medical Group in Albertville, Alabama, and we're just starting our partnership. I also work with Go Medical Group. I'm Natasha Douglas, a nurse practitioner. I'm Edgar Brown, Chief Medical Officer, Rural Health Medical Program, and uh, located in Selma. And as at this point, I have not treated any active um, hepatitis C patients. Edward Childs, I work with Dr. Brown in Rural Health. Uh, our clinic is treating its first hepatitis C patient. I'm Lauren Goddard, nurse practitioner also with Rural Health, and um, I have not treated anyone yet. I'm Anitra King, nurse practitioner at Rural Health also, and I'm in the process of getting labs on my hepatitis B patient. <laughs> Big step. Good morning. I'm Charlotte Bishop. I'm a nurse practitioner uh, for Quality of Life Health Services in the Wadley Clinic, and I'm treating my third patient. My first one was total success, so that was really good. Good morning, I'm Dr. Deborah Smith. I'm Chief Medical Officer for Quality of Life Health Services. I'm here with several of my providers as well as my pharmacists. I don't treat any of the patients, but they call me when there are issues. So that's why I'm here. Good morning, Derek Austin, Pharmacy Director, Quality of Life Health Services. Um, I think we've, to date, this year, have um, successfully treated 19 patients in Screen 458. Hi, my name is uh, Vanasia Faison. I'm the Chief Medical Officer at Health Services, and I don't know how many patients we've treated. I haven't treated any in the last year directly, um, but our providers have seen a bunch. I'm Margaret Lampkin. I'm also at Health Services in Montgomery, and we have a large number of hepatitis C patients. Hi, I'm Shawnee Wilson. I'm a nurse practitioner at Alabama Regional Medical Services, and we have over 20-plus patients that we're treating currently. My name is Lativia Herlong, and I'm from Real Health Medical Program in Selma. Um, I have not, I'm a nurse practitioner. I have not treated a hepatitis C patient. My name is Christy. I'm a nurse practitioner at Quality of Life Health Services, and I've treated about 5 to 10 with several in the works. I'm Karen Harkness, nurse practitioner at Capstone Rural Health in Nauvoo, Alabama, and I've treated about five patients. 
Hi, I'm Brittany Sanders. I'm a nurse practitioner at the Jefferson County Department of Health. Um, personally, I've probably treated about five or six, but as an organization, we've probably treated about 15 or 16. I'm Lauren Bird. I'm the pharmacist for Capstone Rural Health Center and um, have treated probably five to 10 this year. I'm Dr. Glenn Archibald. I'm with uh, Shelby County Treatment Center, uh, Opioid Treatment Center, and Chilton County Treatment Center. Combined, we have about 60 patients waiting to be treated, but I haven't treated anybody yet. Good afternoon. My name is Jackie Dixon. I'm a nurse practitioner. I'm working with Rural Health Medical Program as well. I'm Dana Free. I'm at Whiteley Health Services in Tuscaloosa. And I've treated maybe five patients, and now we'll be taking on our whole hep C population. <laughs> My name is Andrea Gardner, nurse practitioner, also with Watley Health Services in Tuscaloosa. I provide HIV services and um, helped our previous doctor, who has now left us um, with hep C. Um, he helped us treat the co-infected patients. We treated about five of my patients. I'm not sure about how many he did. So uh, in the future, we'll just defer to Ms. Free here. All right, it's nice to see people stepping up to the challenge. I'm Dodd Osmond. I work in the Mobile Health, uh, County Health Department in Mobile, Alabama. We've been treating Hep C, I think, about two and a half years, and I've probably treated 15 to 20 patients. Hi, Stephen Chromiak of Mobile County Health Department. Um, like Dr. Osmond, um, I have about 15 or 20 patients. We've had several uh, successes with zero viral loads at this point. We hope it holds, and we're taking on plenty more. They're coming. Hi, Barbara Schwartz, nurse practitioner at Mobile County Health Department. And this year, with my collaborating physician, we've probably treated at least 10 patients, at least. I'm Kevin Grooms. I'm one of the nurse practitioners at Capstone. I'm at the parish location, and we have detected a lot and are currently uh, treating several, but uh, we've had at least three that I know of that have zero viral loads. Kelly Gilman, family medicine nurse practitioner with Franklin Primary Health Services, and I currently have not treated anybody with Hep C yet. Jimmy Lawrence, rheumatologist with Franklin. We are just entering the partnership. We got a lot of a lot of patients with it. I'm Wanda Hicks at Franklin Primary Health Center. We are partnered with UAB um, to get our hepatitis C patients treated as well. Thank you very much.